Wayne, Indiana, The Fan, live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Saturday. Well, week three of the high school football season is, well, almost completely in the books. Jay County and Seeger have to go at it this afternoon. But uh, uh, other than that, holy cow, what a week three. When we say that, it sounds like a broken record. I say that every single week. Oh, by the way, welcome into Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Justin Kenny from OPS. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in. We're talking local sports of all sorts until 10 o'clock this morning, but high school football in week three, in fact, separating the pretenders from the contenders. Well, it's happened, and oh, do we have a lot to talk about. And if you have a lot to talk about as well, if you have opinions, thoughts, etc., the Automotive Color and Supply text line is open already this morning. At 46862. 46862. Please put TS in the front of your message, please. And without further ado, I'm going to bring on producer, co-host, OPS man extraordinaire, Mr. Justin Kenny. Justin, good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Happy, happy Labor Day weekend. Indeed. I've got my fantasy football draft. Uh, we, we have it every year uh, on Labor Day Sunday evening. Nice. Unfortunately, with the covid uh, uh issues uh we're going online this okay. year. usually it's at my house in person and we do it like that pizza at about the eighth round and uh <laughs> it, it's it's been a tradition I, i've been commissioner of this league for about 25 years wow it was one that we eventually went to like a software program prior to that i did it by hand yeah, and we had out of out of uh, specialty bonuses and things like that. I'd come home from work on a Monday night, and my neighbors, who we started it out with, uh, John Price included, I'm sure he's listening, uh, would be in my living room waiting for me to come home. And we'd go <laughs> into the News Sentinel and uh, and and look and, and see what the stats were and and compile uh, the the week's worth of fantasy football. So anyway, uh, those days are gone. Yeah, so we're going to an online yeah. draft this this week, and uh, and it's. Uh, it's new for us, but uh, exciting nonetheless. But uh, that on the heels, my stepdaughter's having having her birthday party, okay, today. And then tonight, four or five of her friends are spending money, oh, Justin. lucky you. Do you, do you rent rooms? <laughs> I was going to say, if any of our listeners would like to have Jim Shovlin over tonight for a sleepover, let us know. You know, and I, I think my only defense, I guess, against this, maybe to get myself off into a, a little room by myself or something like that, is just to offer to do dad jokes all night long for them. <laughs> and uh, little Miss London will probably uh, take that and... Uh, and try to stay away from me, but uh, anyway, that's uh, that's that's my life. Uh, how's yours? Uh, four six eight six two. Well, let's talk about week three of the high school football season. My goodness, uh, where do we? Let, let's start where we have to. Uh, Carol and Northside last night. 
it was it was billed, it was highlighted, it was touted as two of the best quarterbacks in Northeast Indiana going head to head. Deuce Taylor from the Northside Legends and Jeff Becker, the Carroll Chargers. Oh my, and it didn't disappoint. And you, sir, were there. Tell us what you saw. Well, Deuce Taylor goes for 398 yards. He throws six touchdowns. His team scores 48 points, and they lose by, what, 30? Unbelievable. 28? 28, yeah. Uh, wild game uh, in more ways than one. But on the field, Northside couldn't stop Jeff Becker, and Carroll couldn't stop Deuce Taylor. I mean, anyone who thinks that anyone else is in the conversation as the top two quarterbacks in this area should watch that game last night because those two are at the top. And what uh, what Jeff Becker did threw for almost 500 yards, eight touchdown passes, added a rushing touchdown, nine total touchdowns. The state record for touchdown passes in a game is nine by Huntington North Drew Schnitz in 2012. So Jeff Becker fell one short of that. But it was an insane night at Carroll, and it was a long night, a game that didn't end until a little after 1030. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, in fact, yeah, you had other responsibilities that yeah that I had to, to improvise <laughs> for sure. But you know, that game was sitting at what was it forty five thirty eight in early in the fourth, so it was not a blowout. It, like the final score indicated, it was it was just going back and forth, blow for blow. Both teams' offenses were nearly unstoppable. Northside put up 600 yards of total offense and loses by 28 points. Uh, it was it was an insane night. One of those games that you'll remember, you know, for the rest of your life in terms of of what happened on the field. Oh, definitely, and and, and we'll get to Jeff Becker in just a moment. But Deuce Taylor, when you think about. He well the the week before three hundred in what approximately three hundred twenty yards yeah. so over seven hundred yards passing in two weeks against the Dwanger defense and the Carroll defense right wow yeah I mean think about that that's just mind boggling it, it does and, and neither of these defenses are are that bad either but the quarterbacks made them look bad mm-hmm. and the wide receivers made them look bad especially on the Carroll side I mean. Uh, it would seem like every play a Carroll receiver had burned a Northside defender somewhere over the top, and 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 Becker just kept placing it right in the breadbasket, time after time after time after time after time, and it was just amazing performance by Jeff Becker. But Deuce Taylor, if Northside wins last night, uh, you know Deuce Taylor takes the accolades. But you know Carroll got the win. Jeff Becker played out of his mind. The receivers played out of their mind, and Carroll now at three and zero. With uh, a couple now, now their first real statement win. They shut out Snyder, or you know, they beat Snyder week one. They beat Bishop Lures, or they beat Bishop Lures and then Snyder. So this is that first time where you go, okay, Carol's for real, and all of a sudden we start salivating at a matchup potentially with a Carol Homestead and that Homestead defense, or Carol DeWinger with the mm-hmm. DeWinger defense. And can any SAC team slow down Jeff Becker? At this point, I'm not sure. And and this is another thing, and I brought this up last night on the pregame show. You know, especially in the SAC, there are so many teams that we now have to consider dangerous. 
Uh-huh. In fact, I mean, there in the in the past uh, few years, let's say just before you know, as as Carolyn Homestead came aboard the SAC, there were basically four teams in football every single year without fail. It was Dwanger, Snyder, Carol Homestead, you know, and then for good measure, depending on if Lures was up or down, you know, and then uh, you know, in, in Concordia takes their lumps in the in the SAC, you know, part of the their season, and then and then uses that to excel. Sure. In the in the postseason, but still. It was those four, but it, it's one of those on any given night things. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, last night, in, in not to jump too far ahead, but the Northrop Wayne game, you know, everybody yep. looking to see what Demarius uh, Cowan was going to do. And here Chris Thomas steals the show. Yeah, you know, right. Wayne. It's like people saying, Chris, who? You mm-hmm. know, well, shoot, 300 and some yards later. Uh, so, I mean. Anything can happen. You know, in Sherwood Haydock, the more he works with those kids, how much more dangerous are they going to be offensively as well? Right. So uh, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, Jeff Becker last night getting back to Carroll Northside. 21 of 31, 460 yards, eight touchdowns between the two offenses, total offense. And, and I know that you know, we talked last week, could this game be one of, you know, what's the over-under, 750, maybe 800 yards of total offense? Well, I think you mentioned a, a stat. Uh, passing alone eclipsed that. Yes. And, and total offense, 1,114 yards in a high school football game. It was nuts. And, the, the, you know, it was just a never, never-ending game. The scoring, Carroll averaged, their average scoring drives were 53 seconds long. Well, that, and that was when uh, Jeff Becker hooked up and, and, and threw his first touchdown pass. Was was less than a minute into the game. Yeah, and it yeah. set the tone for Carroll's offense that they didn't need to be out on the field for very long. And so it, it, it got crazy to the point where you know if Northside scored, then you just thought, okay, now now Jeff Becker can throw for more yards. I mean, that's just how it was working out. And as long as the game stayed relatively close, Carroll was going to keep throwing the football so and then once you get to the point where you're like this is a career night for a kid who are you to say you know we need to we we, we got to stop passing i mean i, I would have just kept throwing for the kid i mean he had a chance at breaking a state record for touchdown passes in a game mm-hmm. and and so it was it was a wild night all around out at carroll and um and going forward uh, i i feel like bishop the still is the number one in SAC, but Carroll is definitely going to have a say in it after last night. 46862. 46862. The Automotive Color and Supply text line uh, going down the scores from the Summit Athletic Conference last night. It was Bishop Dwenger over Southside 33 to 13. Um, and uh, they, were, they were up. But twenty-seven to nothing, then thirty-three to nothing. Uh, missed on a two-point conversion that would have started the clock rolling in the third quarter. Uh, but then Southside comes back, and uh, was it Matt Morris, ninety-eight-yard uh, touchdown run from scrimmage? How about that? That uh, obviously in in the young life of Shields Field, that has to be the record. And you know when will that? Uh, <laughs> That that may stand for a while. Yeah. Uh, but what what an outstanding run by that young man, and uh, and just it basically left everybody in his wake. It was uh, it was incredible. But Bishop Dwenger rolls on, three and zero for them uh, after the thirty three thirteen victory over Southside. Schneider gets their first win of the season, twenty seven and nothing over Concordia. It was the Schneider defense shutting them. You know, Moore and Moon and company and. Uh, but one person that I want to highlight, 
one Mr. Trent Ryder, uh-huh. the kicker, yeah. had two extra points. Clutch. However, also had field goals of 33 and 41 yards on the evening. I like to uh, uh, highlight kickers whenever possible, those that are accurate, because in high school football, you know as well as I, uh, they aren't a dime a dozen. Uh, when you get a good kicker, that is that, that is money in the bank. And, uh, you know, if, if you get within range, you don't have to go for it and, and maybe get stymied. You can go ahead and, and get these three points, get your field goal and extra points. If they're automatic, hey. Uh, and Snyder has had such a long line from the Vito Special. And, and guys like that, uh, you know, and John Rockle, uh, the guys that, that have just you know gone on and, and, and kicked uh, and, and collegiately as well. But uh, my goodness, uh, yeah, Snyder still uh, finds a kicker every single year. It seems like, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and congratulations, Mr. Trent Ryder. Uh, moving on, Wayne forty-two, Northrop thirty-three. If you listen to any of this game, the Masters Heating and Cooling High School Football Game of the Week, Brett Rump, Shannon Griffith had that. They probably are um, sucking on throat lozenges this morning because this <laughs> one, had it not been for Carol Northside, this would have been one for the books, right? Because I mean, in, in listening to the first quarter alone, was just back and forth, back and forth. Nobody was stopping anybody, and and they were big scoring plays. It was very exciting and a lot of fun to listen to. And I'm sure that if you were out there, it went back and forth uh, as well. Now, everybody was looking at Demarius Cowan, you know, his 700-plus yards coming into that game. Uh, and he did have 99 yards and a, a touchdown. However, Chris Thomas, 308 yards, touchdown runs of 52, 1-6-1 on the night for the Generals. Chris Thomas. Steals the Sean Collins had 108 yards. So, uh, uh, you know, Wayne gets their first win of the season. Northrop tastes defeat for the first time. Wayne now one and two. Northrop, of course, two and one. But, uh, you know that uh, that was a dandy out at uh, out of Wayne Stadium. Wayne lined up and and just power ran it time and time and time again. It was nothing sexy about it. We talked about Carol Northside and the vertical going crazy with the quarterbacks. Wayne just just picked apart and dominated Northrop up front and just ran the ball down their throats. And, and that, you know, that was kind of a concern going forward with Northrop is when they play a team that can really, really command the line of scrimmage, uh, what the issue is going to be. We felt like maybe they'd get that with Homestead, but they played well that week one. But, you know, credit Sherwood Haydock. We knew he would turn around Wayne. We didn't know it would be this soon. I mean, they've looked pretty competitive the first two weeks. And then they come out and beat a 2-0 and team in Northrop and, and really just grind out a victory. I mean, congratulations to Coach Haydock, first win uh, as a Wayne General head coach. But congratulations to those kids, too, for a lot of people just, just kind of chalked up a, a losing season and, you know, 2021. But they come out last night and get a big dub. Homestead, 38-13 to over Bishop Lures. Uh, Braden Hardwick, three touchdowns for the Spartans. And... Uh, did someone nudge 
the Spartans? Are they uh, they're two and one now after everybody was uh, was so shocked yeah. at that uh, opening week get defeat? So uh, here come the Spartans, and uh, of course uh, they will be hosting the Dwinger Saints next week. But uh, that that could shape up to be a dandy. It absolutely could. You know, it's it's an asterisk we put beside Homestead in that week one because of the personnel they are missing, and that's a game we're going to play the entire season with different teams missing kids. Uh, we can kind of put that right now with Concordia as well. So um, big matchup next week in the SAC with Homestead and Bishop Dwyer. Congratulations to Sparty for getting a big win. Braden Hardwick, uh, just one of the better uh, all-around running backs in the area. A kid that just really totes the rock and you can lean on him to carry uh, your team throughout a game. He did it again last night. No doubt about it. Well, we're going to go ahead and get the other three power conferences uh, after we come back from break. Uh, I had a text come in that I want to cover as well. Uh, 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line. We will get to that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. You know what really irritates me? Ordinary pads and tampons full of plastic and chemicals. You know what doesn't irritate me? Organic pads, tampons, and liners. O-R-G-A-N-Y-C. They're clinically proven to protect my sensitive skin with 100% certified organic cotton. And they give me unsurpassed absorbency, too. Organic. O-R-G-A-N-Y-C. The only clinically proven protection. Hmm, what a comforting thought. I buy organic at CVS. You should, too. Take a look. This radio spot could be yours. Ever thought about putting your business on 1380 The Fan? You can, and you'll reach listeners just like you. Our audience is made up of highly educated and affluent listeners who love sports. One email today, and you can see how 1380 The Fan could be a fit for your business. Email thefan1380 at federatedmedia.com to see how you can become a part of a winning team. Email thefan1380 at federatedmedia.com to set up your assessment of how 1380 The Fan can help your business win. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. We're talking about week three of the high school football season, wrapping up the Summit Athletic Conference for week three. Along with Justin Kenny, I'm Jim Shovelin. Had a text that came in on our uh, Automotive Color and Supply text line of 46862-46862. It says, T.S., how much does Carroll benefit from having the president of the Northeast Indiana Officials Association on their coaching staff? Every time Northside got any momentum, it was squashed by a questionable, in quotes, penalty. Now, my, I guess my first question is... This individual has been on that Carroll coaching staff for, I'm thinking, seven to eight seasons. And he's been a, ba- a, b- a basketball official uh, for longer than that. Uh, you know, it, why hasn't anything come up up to now? And in the game you're talking about, I, th- I think uh, the legends had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they had maybe 17 penalties. Uh, it was a lot of penalties on both sides. And it sounds like when you're going up against a, a talent like Jeff Becker, a, a kid that we're, we're going to be eventually watching on Saturdays and who knows into the future, uh, this kid is special, as is Deuce Taylor. However, you know, questionable penalty, penalty. You, you'll have to tell me what a questionable penalty is before we can address any anything else. And, uh, you know, are the officials uh, needing to do that? Uh, officials, and, and I've been an official. I know that the last thing I do is think about who my friends are on either sideline and, and and what's going to be happening. When I'm calling a game, I'm calling a game the way I see it. Not as to who's on the bench or who's going to ride me if I if I'm umping a game. Who's going to come out? Which coach from which dugout's going to come out and give me the most grief? No, that's not how it goes. You know, it's it's just it it's no. And in the the gentleman you're talking about is a man of character and ethics and 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 that that just no. And it, the officials uh, in the and this is my opinion. My opinion only, but uh, you know I I don't see where where they would have uh, uh, because of the fact of of his position uh, with the officials association made calls and then winked at him or something like that to uh, to say hey you know there. I mean you better have some damn good evidence to come at somebody hard like that to accuse of something and I didn't see anything last night to even one iota you don't know this person yeah it's just throwing stuff out Northside gave up 76 points last night 76 points and you're blaming the officials and lost by four lost by four touchdowns i was there at that game i watched the game i did not see a single quote-unquote questionable call now, could I could I have missed a couple? Could the officials have missed a couple? Yeah, but you know what? Carroll got called by a, for a fair amount of penalties as well, including several personal foul penalties. Okay, so look inside yourself before you start blaming other people. You lost. It happens. Move on. Don't blame the officials. Get better at football. And that goes on for every team and every parent. And this, you know, this opens up a whole can of worms for me because everybody was being so excited last last night that fans were going to be in the stands and all this stuff. And all I heard was complaining mm-hmm. out of the stands. Well, complaining. I, I think, 
I think you even tweeted that, gee, it's too bad it, was, it wasn't it was just students. It needs to be. I mean, it, and this goes in basketball and football and high school level have become insufferable because of the adults in the stands. And when you only have adults in the stands and they're not drowned out by casual fans and students, you really, really can hear just how bad it is. And I'm not calling out one individual program because I've seen it everywhere in every fan base. And I'm not calling out every parent either. But the vocal minority of people make it insufferable on Friday nights. And it was just, it was rampant and on display last night. And I'm sure it wasn't the only place last night where you could hear that stuff. So my thing is, next week, SAC, adults stay out, only students. Well, Norwell Leo. Uh, Norwell shut out by Leo last night by a score of 17 to nothing. Uh, the Norwell players in the second half lost their composure. I believe there was one play that, that uh, uh, had three personal fouls uh, attached to it, two or three at least. But still. On the uh, same, is, was it the same kid? I, I, I don't want to say it was <laughs> because if, if I'm incorrect, but uh, I know there, you know, I, there were, there's a player ejected. So um, anyway, but still, in, in, in the heat of battle, I know you can lose your composure. I've done yeah. it myself. Yeah, uh, it happens. And, but there again, it's when you do that, you're also hurting your team, obviously, especially in football, when you take the penalties and things of that nature uh, and move yourself back into a position where a field position is just you know so crucial in football. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's unfortunate. It's it's uh, it's difficult. You know, it's all about accountability. And, you know, the officials will come in in every level at every in every game, come out and say, you know, I probably missed a couple. Right. I mean, we've had we've had you know officials in here that have said that. But be accountable. OK, you, you if you lose a football game, don't look for excuses. Own it. You didn't play well enough to win a football game. I mean, sometimes there are egregious calls, but over the course of 48 minutes, you're going to have plenty of opportunities to execute or not execute Mm -hmm. to win or lose a football game. Me, last night, I saw Carroll wide receivers blowing past Northside defenders time after time after time after time for open and easy touchdowns. And that has nothing to do with the officials. None. And that's why Northside lost last night. They gave up 76 points. It wasn't the officials. Quit blaming everyone else. Be accountable and move on. And be ready to play what looks like a very good and improved Wayne team next week instead of looking back in the mirror and blaming everyone else for a loss except yourself. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line 46862. Let's get to the NE8 scores. Uh, Columbia City over Belmont. Belmont kicks off their season last night, uh, and they had to face Greg Bolt and the Columbia City Eagles. 47 to 6. Columbia City Bolt had 318 yards passing, five touchdown passes, and he also had a rushing touchdown. Um, Columbia City, you know, is this a collision course in the making between Columbia City and East Noble? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll let you know as things develop. East Noble, speaking of the Knights, beat a good Huntington North team 28-21 at Creekbomb Field in Huntington last night. It was Leo, as we said, over Norwell, 17 to nothing. The defense pitches a shutout and gets a touchdown. New Haven. New Haven. The Bulldogs of Jimmy the dogs. Pioneer, number one in 2A, 
and had a lead on New Haven. New Haven comes back and wins that one 32-28, basically saying to the NE8, hey, we're here too, and uh, take a look at us. They're 3-0. and uh, over 100, and, uh, 100 points so far on the season. But, uh, yeah, the collision course with Columbia City East Noble, hey, uh, Leo and New Haven might have something to say about it, too. And then uh, over into the ACAC conference last night, we had uh, Adam Central, 41 to nothing over Tri. It was Heritage. 26-19 over Woodland. Casey Colkman gets his first victory uh, as a Patriot head coach. And then it was South Adams. South Adams, the Starfire, 60-7 over Bluffton. James Arnold, 246 yards passing, four touchdowns. Christian Somerset had 114 yards on just six carries. That's a decent average, isn't it? So it that's not bad at all. Let's see. So six carries, so that'd be three, and then 57. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's 19, yeah, about 19 yards a, a carry. So, and then we have Jay County at Seeger today at 1 o'clock. Moving on to the Northeast Corner Conference, Cherubusco. Gets another win last night, beating Garrett 44 to 15. Uh, Nick Nandorf uh, does it again. Uh, some touchdowns of, of length as well last night for the Eagles. It was Eastside shutting out West Noble. West Noble now 0-3 on the season. Who saw that coming? Uh, big graduation loss last year to their undefeated regular season team. But Laban Davis had a couple of passing uh, touchdowns and a couple of rushing touchdowns for East Side. Fairfield beats Central Noble. Look at an eye-opening for me. 32-6. to What the? What is going on with Fairfield? They beat an Osceola Grace team that was a club team. Um, so last week, so yeah, you kind of like thought, okay, to six, yeah, yeah, right. Let's see them against a, a Central Noble team that's knocked off West Noble and West in Week One, and felt like they were moving in the right direction. Still are with Hayden Gilgore, but uh, surprising for for Fairfield to go on the road, get a win at Central Noble. How about the Falcons two and zero? Yes, Fremont. 25-15 over Antwerp, Ohio. Uh, Fremont, that's two wins in a row for them. Yeah, they, knocking, shut, they shut out Prairie Heights yeah, last week. knocking off nothing. Heights, beat Antwerp. So uh, so uh, Jim Hummer's team getting a couple dubs. And speaking of Prairie Heights, unfortunately, they dropped to 0-3. But Lakeland gets their first win of the season with a 27-13 victory for the Lakers over Prairie Heights. Woo. There. That's... Uh, we, we, we got through it, didn't we? Yeah, we got through. We got the heart rates up and everything. <laughs> we yeah, we got all gear. It's back down. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Going back to you know, it's it's it's. I just want to see good atmospheres on Friday nights, and it goes to basketball over the last several years where games have and the atmospheres have been ruined by a vocal minority. And and you know what? If you got that big of a problem with officials, then go pick up a rule book and become an official. I mean. These guys are not professional officials. They're guys trying to give back to this to these teams, and all they do is get ridiculed. Picking up uh, picking up a rule book would be an eye opening experience if someone read it and from, actually from, from, from yeah. cover to back cover because of what is <laughs> what is listed on there, what's at stake, and such. Uh, yeah, in the training involved. Yeah. It's eye-opening. You know, one of the things that, that I've heard a lot this year is is parents or, or adults wanting the number of a player to be identified on a penalty 
which is not a thing in high school football. You do mm-hmm. not identify the player. So just because you watch the NFL and they identify the player that was holding or defensive pass interference doesn't mean you're going to hear that at the high school. It's this the absurdity that these people are somehow smarter than the officials when they aren't, and especially when they look so uh, silly trying to be. Because you know, oh, you know, who 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 did the penalty? You don't need to be told that. It's not announced, right? The coach can ask. The official will tell him. And they, yes, and that's all that matters. Okay, so it's 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 it was an atmosphere last night that I witnessed that was a bad atmosphere for high school football. And I'm not just blaming one team. I think both teams. I mean, Carroll had had some issues with with personal fouls that uh, that coach Dinan had to reel in. It was just a very emotional night all around. But I still don't know if the good outweighed the bad last night or vice versa at the game I was mm. at. But uh, In a game that will be talked about, as, as you said earlier, for years and years to come. Yeah, I, you know, we looked at it. I felt like maybe the Carroll-Northside game last night was going to be similar to like five years ago when we had Aiden Smith at quarterback for Carroll and we had uh, Austin Mack, a wide receiver for Bishop Lewers, and they matched up and went back to back, or, you know, blow for blow. I think it was 43-38 win for Carroll. I felt like, okay, it was going to be that kind of game last night. I didn't expect 76-48, but definitely expected the offensive fireworks that we saw last night. 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. We're going to go ahead, step out, take a break, and then come back and uh, talk a little baseball, tin caps, Parkview Field, etc. with Mr. Mike Nutter. We're going to do that. But first, before we go, I want to talk about my friends at Culligan. Do you have a water softener? And I and I talk about Culligan all the time, but I, any softener, it doesn't matter what make or model. If you have a water softener, here twenty nine ninety five. It's small investment for your peace of mind. Call Culligan four eight four eight six six eight. That's four eight four eight six six eight. Have them come out for twenty nine ninety five. They will inspect your water softener. They'll run a water test. They'll do everything. They'll check for regeneration. They'll check to make sure that there aren't any leaks or anything of that nature. They'll check to make sure that the thing is working. Because you might think, well, it's plugged in, it's working. It may or may not be working. Give Culligan a call. They'll come out, send a representative out who will inspect your uh, water softener, regardless of make or model, and let you know, hey, give you peace of mind. If if it's working great, it's working great. And they'll do a little water test and find out for you right away. 4848668. Give my friends at Culligan a call today. Culligan Water. Give your people Culligan Water. We'll be right back. Quote, call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance 
as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. This Girl Scout cookie season, we Girl Scouts would like to say thank you, America. Thank you, cookie cravers, thin mint enthusiasts, peanut butter patrons, shortbread devotees. Every time you take a bite of a Girl Scout cookie, it's good for us. Your coconut and caramel cravings are our chance to practice goal setting. Your midnight snacks help us learn to manage money. Your freezers aren't just full of tasty treats. They're packed with entrepreneurship. That's right, entrepreneurship. You probably can't taste the business ethics or the decision-making or the people skills, but they're in there in every single mouthful. Every time you eat what's in the box, we learn how to think outside of it. So raise a glass of milk and raise our chances to reach our potential. Eat up, America. We're counting on you. I'm Catalina. I'm Melody. I'm Katie. I'm Devin. I'm Hannah. I'm Abby. I'm Juliana. I'm Nicole. I'm Olivia. I'm Colette. I'm Stefania. And we approve this message. The Girl Scout Cookie Program. Think outside the box. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. Will you volunteer to help people like Richard, a U.S. Naval veteran who suffered severe PTSD after his service? He was left homeless for a period of time, and his oral and overall health are suffering. Because of congressional limitations, the VA can't provide the dental help he needs. Through our Will You See one vet program we focus on helping u.s military veterans like richard now we are seeking more general dentists and specialists to donate treatment to at least one veteran with special needs when you volunteer with dln's program to see one vet we handle the details so you can focus on the care if you are a dentist or know a dentist please share this message and help us make a difference in the life of a veteran in need visit will you see one vet.org to learn more that's will you see one vet now back to talk in sports with jim shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Happy Labor Day weekend to you and yours. My goodness, I can't believe that uh, summer's over. Well, not over until the 21st, but uh, essentially... Uh, now all the summer activities are over. Now uh, pumpkin spice lattes are uh, in vogue and, and, and such. So all the fall colors are coming out, and I just love baseball. Anyway, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. And if you're thinking of baseball and, and, and are missing Parkview Field and the Tin Caps, well, we have a, just a little respite for you because on the Talk and Sports phone line presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water, is our good friend, Fort Wayne Tin Caps President and General Manager, Mr. Mike Nutter. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. It's great to be on with you. Saturday, September 5th, we got the superstars in town, and there's some lawn seats available. Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> That's oh. great. Actually, you have something going on. The fans can indeed <laughs> return to Parkview Field, and we're we're looking at Friday, September 11th. Tell the listeners... What's going on? 
Yeah, absolutely. I got a little ahead of myself looking at the promo schedule of what could have been. <laughs> um, you know what? Next Friday night, we're going to show a league of their own uh, on the brand new video board with the new sound system. Uh, everybody that knows me and that's listening to us knows I'm a huge fan of high school football. We never like to go against that stuff. Um, but it was the one night that worked for us in the venue with everything that we've got going on. And so folks that want to come out, it's $15 for a ticket. Uh, that includes the, the movie Access in the Parkview Field, a hot dog, a bag of chips, a drink, and uh, everything social distance capacities around uh, 1,000 or 1,100 maximum people allowed in the venue that night. And we've sold just over half that right now. So uh, wherever we end up, it'll be a great night, and it's just a little bit closer to normalcy of getting things back and uh that's what i know uh all of our staff wants to do and i know everybody listening to you and me and justin right now that's what they want as well mike let's let's talk a little bit about what is going on right now and from your position as a leader as someone who leads a a group of employees uh, to to be successful each and every year from what we've all had to adapt to what will we when we get back to a normalcy what will we take from this spring and summer that we will utilize from here on out man that's a great question um you know i hope that there'll just be a more general awareness uh forget tin caps and me and you know this specific staff but the stuff that we're talking about here is just in a general awareness or an appreciation of so many of the good things around us. You know, there was no way, uh, you know, a year ago when you and I were talking about wrapping up a season, another successful season last year, that anybody in the world could have envisioned this. And so I was talking to a dear friend in the industry this week, and we were talking about, you know, more related to minor league baseball, but it sounds it's so cliche, but really I just hope that when we get through this that we're not going to be worrying about the weather and complaining about pulling a tarp and some of the more trivial, petty things like that. But but on the bigger thing, I hope there's on a bigger level, I just hope there's a, a, an awareness and a kindness for our fellow man across races and demographics and, and, and just a, a more, people are just nicer and a, a mutual respect for one another and And maybe we vote differently or look differently or come from different parts of the country or even parts of the city or, oh, my goodness, your homestead? Well, we're not supposed to like you because I go to this school, you know, like that kind of stuff. I hope we can just find a lot more common ground. Um, That's my thought anyway. That's my hope. Um, That's on the prayer list. And believe me, that's a long list because there's still a lot of unknowns. You know, we're almost six months into this. When I met with the staff up there in mid-March, and talked about, hey, we're not going to work next week, but hopefully we'll be back uh, in the ballpark sooner than later. And and here we are now. And, yeah, the farmer's market's going on, and we've got the movie, and there's some other events that have come on. But we miss the fans, Jim, and we miss you, and I miss being on with you guys each week. And uh, it's, it's really been a mental test. Uh, we have furloughed a lot, as we talked about last time, and it's been a while. So you know me, I'm an open book. We've had a handful of staff members, three, full-time staff members leave us. Uh, my buddy Jared Parcell and I had been together 20 years. I love Jared as a man, as a co-worker, as a father. Um, you know, they're not running from the tin caps. They're running towards other great opportunities. And mm-hmm. so uh, 
we hate that they've left. We, I, I mean, like you know, competitive wise, selfishly, we we support them all, and they all left on great terms. But it's it's one of those things we've we've got to tick off a few more of the unknowns um, before people really start to feel great. But uh, we're inching that way. Four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two. Put TS in the front of your message, especially if uh, you have a question for Mister Mike Nutter of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. And and Mike, let's uh, let, let's kind of segue uh, just a little bit into one of uh, the former Tin Caps that is having just an outstanding season in Major League Baseball, and that is one Mister Fernando Tatis Jr. And of course, uh, he he made news with his with his grand slam on a 3-0 count um, with a with a lead but then you know in in myself I'm old school you know that I know that everybody knows yeah. that and and I personally wouldn't swing on a 3-0 pitch but then again I can't hit a ball 450 feet like Fernando Tatis Jr. but people were and, and it was it was refreshing to me even as an old school guy that so many people were coming to his defense saying he plays the game the right way he goes all out 100 percent wide open throttle at all times he he will run into walls he will take the extra base he will do whatever he has to and i know that there are baseball's unwritten rules because i've i've cited them and recited them uh time and time again and but it, it's something to the effect that, you know, he's he's not one that won't leg out a ground ball to first, you know, and, and he won't uh, he won't do this. You never see him lagging on the field whatsoever. But I, but I want to hear what your thoughts are on on the emergence of Fernando Tatis Jr. and and perhaps what what he's getting the most publicity for so far. Yeah, I love him. Uh, I love him as a kid, as a guy. Uh, he, he, you and I are old school. He's new school. But I saw him, you know, behind closed doors, and the respect that he has for his teammates. Guy's a young team leader, uh, even at the major league level with the Hosmers and Machados of the world. When Mike Trout was quoted, you know, direct quote, he's my favorite player in the big leagues. Well, Trout is, <laughs> you know, certainly the greatest player going for baseball guys. Uh, Fernando grew up around this game. Grew up in uh, America in the clubhouses. Uh, fully fluent in English when he came to low A ball, which isn't always the case as an 18-year-old uh, Dominican Latin kid. Uh, he did not know that you're not supposed to swing swing 3-0 with a big lead. At the same time, you know, there's so many leads that aren't safe anymore. And, you know, uh, maybe don't go to 3-0, you know, <laughs> if you're the guy out mm-hmm. there on the mound. And so, but beyond that, he came into the game last night where he homered back-to-back with Machado where Luis Camposano made his major league debut and homered in his debut last night. Luis has never played above A-ball. Uh, never. And so, but we talk about Fernando. So he comes into the game last night. Uh, he's leading the entire NL in runs, homers, RBIs, war, sitting over 300. His OPS is over 1,000. Jim, it's something to see. I mean, we saw him for a long time. Fans back there were a little frustrated when he got called up in August. I said at the time that wasn't the norm, but he is and was the best player I've ever seen. And, and, you know, I said that recently, and somebody's like, oh, come on, that's hyperbole. And I joked, and I said, no, he can't sell his tickets anymore. <laughs> like, he's the best I've seen. And uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he'll match. I hope he does. You know, we've had some great guys come through here. I wasn't around for Torrey Hunter, but 
You know, he was incredible. Right now we've got Trey Turner leading the NL. I think I think he's hitting 370. Uh, you know, played the position a couple years before Fernando. So, I mean, we've got dudes all over the major leagues right now. Ron Mil Reyes leading in homers. But Fernando specifically, it's so cool to see. And it's cool because the Padres are getting noticed. You know, last year him and, and Manny were on the front of Sports Illustrated. And they didn't end up having the season. They had the first half that they wanted, and then Fernando got hurt, and then things fell apart. Uh, right now, they're in the playoffs, the fourth-best record in the National League, and maybe sixth or seventh overall in all of the MLB. Fernando is a phenom. For the fans that haven't seen him much, trust me, I'm not a night owl. Let's stay up uh, a couple nights and watch him on the MLB package when it's the free game or if you have the subscription. He's unreal, but he's what you said. He is excitement personified, and he is he never, ever takes a play off or Cadillacs it down to first. So whether you're supposed to swing at 3-0, I don't know, but I do know that since then, I think they've won like 14 out of 18 or something like that and are rolling, and uh, it's really been cool to see. He has a legitimate chance to be the MVP in the National League this year. We've had uh, Jake Peavy win a unanimous Cy Young. We had Corey Kluber win two Cy Youngs. We love the pitchers, but the MVP is the big one out there, and if he could get it, that would be so great. And then fans, again, there's little ways to go, but fans are going to get to see him on the national level if and when they qualify for the playoffs. And You know, I don't mean to be dramatic, but it's been a tough year, man. It's been tough at home. It's been tough at work. It's been tough uh, trying to keep this ship afloat. And I don't mean that like we're not going to get through it, but I love and care about my coworkers and, mm-hmm. and miss the fans and stuff. And the Padres over the last few weeks have given our staff, have given my son Carson and I a real chance, uh, you know, to get back and fall in love with baseball again and bond over some stuff, father-son stuff like I know you did and I know you probably do with your grandson now. It's really cool stuff. And Fernando's one of the leading things to it. So it's it's really cool. I'm kind of like a proud dad. You know, Carson's only, uh, you know, 17 years old now. What's Fernando? What? 21? I mean, wait a minute. Go back. Carson's what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> what happened, man? Oh, my goodness. You know, he's 16, really close to 17. And so it's wild right now. And so he's also caught me in height at 6'2 or 6'3 now. So you got to see him. It's a little oh different my. than when you last ran into the. <laughs> The runt of the team. <laughs> my goodness. You know, you know, and and Mike, you know, you mentioned Fernando Tatis Jr. as well as as far as is being that refreshing uh new wave of, of baseball player. And, and and I once again, as an old old school person from the baseball perspective, the purest, if you will, I, I do realize that we need to encourage and entice this younger generation of fans, or we will lose no doubt a, a gigantic part of of the baseball yeah. fan base uh, to natural attrition. And there, there, you know, this great game of ours, we need a, an injection and an infusion of excitement. And and it's guys like Tatis, it's guys like Bryce Harper and Mike Trout and and you know Rizzo and guys like that. You know, I'm not a big fan of Jose Bautista and his bat flips and everything like that. To to more or less just incite other teams. If you hit a home run, put your head down, run around the bases, get your butt home. You know, that's that's always been me. You know, if if what anyway. 
But I do realize we need an infusion of excitement, and Fernando Tetis Jr. is providing that, and thank you for that. Hey, Mike, we, we, we had a, a text question, and I always like to do as many as we can here. It says, T.S., if a league of their own movie night is successful, any chance of a Blazing Saddles movie night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, Central Florida right now, and I used to sneak and watch that movie on the VHS tape, so I, I bet he's laughing out loud right now in Mount Dora, Florida. I don't think that in 2020, that's the PC movie that we would pick to show next, uh, but uh, we may do some other... We may do some other movie nights. Uh, you know, Mother Nature's coming with a vengeance here in another couple months, but this one seems to be successful. We've even heard from a lot of people, hey, I can't make it out. Maybe they're going to high school football. They're out of town on the 11th. But will you do a couple more? And, uh, you know, we'd love to start welcoming folks back to the ballpark. No doubt about it. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and I say this in all sincerity, I miss you, man. <laughs> you too, man. You, you too. Uh, I've missed it. That's why I reached out. I'm like, hey, man, I, you know, I'm not pandering to sell bobbleheads and meal kits, but can I come on? Can I just get the blood flowing and talk baseball with my good friend Jim? So thanks for having me on. I miss you, my friend. Anytime, Mike, anytime. Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, that was Mike Nutter, President GM of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, uh, in what is typically our weekly Tin Caps chat. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a really short, quick break, and then we're going to come back with a, a pretty exciting announcement. Uh, uh, stay tuned for that. You're listening to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. 911, what's your emergency? In an emergency, voice is best. Get out of but what if you can't call? Escalated domestic disturbance reported east of downtown. Be advised, alert was received by a 911 emergency text. The caller is hiding in a closet and can't use her voice. When the situation is too dangerous to make a call, text to 911 capability now helps Hoosiers. But in most emergencies, voice is still best. My sister's not breathing. Please hurry. Now over 600 times a day, Hoosiers use text for 911. Text is beneficial to the hearing and speech impaired and to those in select dangerous situations. Thanks to the Indiana Statewide 911 Board, Indiana leads the nation in text to 911 capability. For more, visit in911.net. It's good to hear your voice. Help is on the way. 911. Before you text, voice is best. With so many roofing companies in the area, it's tough to be sure you're partnering with the right business to get the job done. Alliance Exteriors is here to make the decision easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal roofing, shingle roofing, and more. They promise to take care of you for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to years after your job is completed with a lifetime warranty. Looking to complete that roofing job you've been considering for months before winter hits? Call Alliance Exteriors today at 908-5465. Check out their Facebook or visit their website at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free no-pressure estimate. All estimates come with an exclusive 10-point inspection a $129 value for free. Plus, take advantage of $2,500 off your new metal roof for a limited time only. That's $2,500 off the last roof you'll ever put on your home. Don't forget to ask about their first responder discount. Start the process with Alliance Exteriors, your partners for life. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Justin Kenny from OPS. I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at ten o'clock. And uh, and just just one more uh, little little opinion uh, based on the earlier text we got about the the Carroll football coach uh, that uh, is also president of an officiating uh, organization in Northeast Indiana, and and about questionable calls uh, against the opponent last night uh, uh, once again I, I'm not going to mention names but uh, I, I know this gentleman uh, personally I know him to be uh, a, a great family man he's he's a, a football coach at Carroll he's a basketball official he coaches a, a baseball travel team and has for years and uh, you know his his officiating for in basketball has been what 14 15 seasons uh, he's he and his wife have, have raised three successful uh, wonderful kids so I mean he's a father he's a husband he's a dad he, he's got great character great ethics he is on that football sideline because he cares about kids and he loves the sport of football He's there for that reason. He is also the president of the Officials Association because he's the best man for the job. And he cares about officiating, getting more officials and doing it the right way. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, we're, we're going to leave it at that. But uh, kind of struck a nerve just uh, real quick because uh, that was an attack on a friend of mine. So anyway, uh, now. On to our exciting news, because on the Talking Sports phone line presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water, is none other than the judge, Phil Houck. Phil, good morning, sir. How are you? Jim Shovelin, it must be football season, or at least I think it's going to happen. I should say college football season. I know the high school boys have been going for a couple weeks, but... College football is back, and it looks like the Irish are going to play, and they kick off a week from today, and Fighting Irish Preview is back-to-back once again with Talking Sports. We've done it before. We're going to do it again, and I can't be more excited, Phil. Well, the 24th season of Fighting Irish Preview, uh, of course, will be back, and I am thrilled to be back uh, right next door to you. We will. We have a new time slot starting next week, and that will be at ten o'clock, right after uh, your great show. And uh, yeah, you know, a lot to talk about in in college football this year, and some of it actually has to do with stuff that's going to go on on the field of play. The Irish should be really good this year, uh, which is something that's been kind of lost because we've been talking about other stuff. But uh, really excited to be back right next to talking sports with Jim Shovlin. Well, and, and Phil, also, I mean, your show, Fighting Irish Preview, doesn't just happen. I mean, it, it's not, it, there, there's behind-the-scenes work, there are sponsors, uh, you have a lot of long-time sponsors, you have some new sponsors as well. Uh, we got just a couple of minutes, if you'd like to go ahead and and, uh, and call out some of these sponsors that, uh, that you've had for, for years and years, and some that are coming along, because without them, us as listeners can't uh, can't benefit from this. Well, there's a lot of them, and I do appreciate their their support over the years. Haynes Eisenbarger and Skiba, the accounting firm of Haynes Eisenbarger and Skiba, has been with me for I think 23 of the 24 years. Uh, that's a great one. Uh, you know, Banditos is there; they're back. Uh, the Miller Coors people, uh, Bud, or I should say Bud, ooh, uh, <laughs> Miller uh, uh, Coors Light uh, is a big sponsor. 
uh, and it's a long list: Aspen Mortgage, uh, Bushy's Windows Doors, and more, and and, and other ones. So, uh, Windows Doors and Sunrooms, and you know, just uh, they have been loyal. Uh, most of them are Notre Dame fans, and they allow me to bring this this show, which has been, as, as you know, a labor of love. Uh, having a having a show on the radio uh, and talking about sports, you know what that's all about. And uh, so, yeah, we're 24 season. Me and America's foremost authority, Tim Priester, will be back on the air 10 to 10:30 starting next week to talk about the Fighting Irish. Well, once again, I'm I'm very excited to. Uh to join with you in, uh, in, in giving the listeners uh, uh, just a little bit more information than they had at the start of the, uh, the, the early Saturday morning hours uh, each and every Saturday during the uh, Notre Dame football season as well. And yeah, uh, you, know, my- you know, Jim, this year you can't go to the stadium, as we all know, so you might as well sit at home, listen to 1380 all day long, uh, but have – Spend the money you would have spent on going up to Notre Dame and buy the biggest, baddest, uh, big screen TV you can find and just enjoy yourself. Enjoy football uh, during this pandemic. I think if nothing else, uh, the the situation in the world is going to make us uh, appreciate those sorts of things even more. And there's no greater tradition in my mind than Notre Dame football. And uh, it starts next Saturday. Phil, I like the way you think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Phil, we'll look forward to uh, uh, listening to you next Saturday at 10 o'clock for right following uh, Talking Sports. And uh... podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.